Well, hello there and welcome to the County Conversation, a podcast featuring employees and subject matter experts from the Fairfax County government discussing programs, services, and items of interest to residents of Fairfax County. I'm your host, Jim Person, and today on The Conversation, I'm chatting with Kara Howard, Assistant Coordinator of Training and Exercise with our Department of Emergency Management and Security. Our topic of conversation today is hurricane season, but perhaps more importantly, why it's important to be prepared for a hurricane. Kara, thanks for being on the podcast with us. Good morning. It's nice to join you today. Glad to have you. Uh, Before we kind of dive deep into the hurricanes and hurricane preparedness, et cetera, why why are we talking about talking about this topic today? Yeah, so June first is the kickoff of the hurricane season, um, and the hurricane season runs from June first to November thirtieth. So we're just reminding residents and everyone to be prepared for right. for hurricanes and their uh, impacts. Right. Time timely topic, and of course, we'll probably be hearing more about hurricanes as the as we get into summer and the summer months go on, et cetera. Um, I, I guess my first question to start with. Um, is, you know, Fairfax County residents may be thinking, hurricane, well, that's that's not really going to affect me because I don't live on the coast. But, you know, what's what's the what's the risk for hurricanes in Fairfax County and, and the associated uh, potential damage, I guess? You could, you could right. Say. Um, so, you know, we're not as susceptible, 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 if I can say Yeah. As, you know, Prone. say Hampton Roads area, which is right on the coast, right. uh, but we do have the coastal areas like the Bellevue, Huntington mm-hmm. areas um, that would receive coastal flooding. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, hurricanes also do bring strong winds, um, inland flooding. They can spawn tornadoes, um, which, you know, are all different hazards that Fairfax County could um, could have. Mm, okay. So winds, inland flooding, and tornadoes. tornadoes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Kind of connection there, hurricanes and tornadoes. Right, yep. Okay. They're known to, to pop up. Okay. So any numbers that we can look at? I mean, any predictions uh, for what this hurricane season may bring us? Yeah, so the NOAA um, and the National Hurricane Center released their outlook, um, and they are predicting a 40% near normal season. Um, and there are, they said between 12 to 17 named storms um, of winds 30 39 miles per hour or higher, um, and five to nine hurricane hurricanes um, that are actually named hurricanes, which means 74 miles per hour or higher. And then one to four major hurricanes are predicted mm. this season, um, and major being category three and above. Okay. So that uh, I know these statistics and numbers are always hard for me to understand, but 40% near normal is mm-hmm. – what does that mean? Is that about normal? Yeah, about normal. So we're the El Nino is this year. Um, so usually it's a little bit lower probability. Um, but again, you know, oh. it's just a a statistic. So you always have to be prepared. You know, uh, what's that old saying? Weather forecasters can be right, uh, wrong most of the time, but still keep yeah. their job. So <laughs> yeah. it's, it's definitely a, a science. So uh, you know, take it with a grain of salt, I guess. Okay, before we dive into a specific storm or hurricane. Um, broadly, uh, what can residents of Fairfax County do to be prepared for hurricane season? Right. So the first thing that we always like to tell our residents is to have a plan. Um, so you want to make sure you have a plan in place for your family um, or your and your friends. Um, and that incorporates um, knowing where to go in an emergency or disaster. Um, you want to have a 
contact within the county, kind of a close contact, have that number, address, um, as well as uh, out of state or another county, a couple counties away contacts. If you had to evacuate, um, you have that information and you want to make sure all of your family knows the plan um, and you want to you know, test the plan. So exercise it within your family. If you have kids, make sure you incorporate um, the kids into the emergency plan and make sure they know the emergency plan um, because they could be at school when an emergency happens or anything. So as assistant uh, coordinator of training and exercise, do you have any any tips about how to train or exercise? Um, So we like to kind of, you know, tell, especially if you have kids to make it into kind of a game Um, or a conversation at the dinner table with your family. Um, we also, fire safety is a good example, um, knowing how to get out of the house quickly. Mm-hmm. So, so uh, I think you kind of covered planning, uh, just kind of make sure you have your ducks in a row, if you will, uh, everything together, know where to go. Uh, that, was, that was step one. Any, anything else besides planning? Um, you want to make sure you have an emergency kit. Okay. So build an emergency kit, which is part of your emergency plan is knowing where that kit is. Um, you want to have one in the house as well as in your vehicle. Um, and then it's also a good idea to have one at work. Why is it important to have one at work? Because you never know when, you know, an emergency <laughs> might pop up and you need to, to leave. Or um, I know there. we're talking hurricanes here, but, right. you know, the winter weather, um, being on the road with traffic, um, you could be stuck on the road which is a reason to have one in your car. Which has happened here. Yep, it does. <laughs> All right. Uh, kit, suggestions on what to put in your kit? Um, so you have a variety of items. Uh, you first want to think about food and water. Um, so we try to promote having a kit um, and food and water in place for at least three days mm. uh, to sustain yourself. Um, want to think about medications, any documents, um, important documents that you might need that could be destroyed in your house if they were left in your house, such as um, birth certificates, driver's license, having copies of that type of information um, is a good idea. Uh, we also like to tell people to put that um, copies of that on the cloud so you have a paper mm-hmm. copy as well as electronic copy. Mm-hmm. Um Let's see if you have kids, toys, comfort items, because, you know, leaving in a disaster could be cause them anxiety. um, So you want them to have that types of items, um, blankets. And for infants, I'm assuming, you know, like diapers, diapers, uh, formula. Yep. And then as well as hygiene, basic hygiene items, toothbrush, um, shampoo, anything that you, you know, you would need in in your house that you might not have when you leave the house. IRL in real life. Yep. You know? <laughs> um, what about cash? I've heard people say, you know, have a little stockpile of cash, you know, not like, you know, thousands of dollars, but, you know, have some cash on hand because I've heard ATMs may not be working with because right. of power and things yep. like that. Yep. We promote um, having a small chunk of cash in your kit just, okay. just in case you never know. Uh, what about uh, kind of skipping around here um, before we get to you, know, you talked about making a plan and making a kit uh, just because of my experience with emergency management. I think the next step in that is stay informed. But mm-hmm. before we get there, as we're talking about kind of being prepared and making the kit, uh, I was thinking about someone's home. Um, are there certain things you would recommend that people could do around the home to, to make sure their their home is ready for hurricane season? 
Right. Um, yes. Yeah, so we always um, try to tell residents before a big storm, whether it's a hurricane or a, a big um, rainstorm that might be coming to clean out their yard, um, make sure debris branches are out of the gutters because that would, mm. um, you know, make the gutters flood a lot quicker than normal. So obviously with hurricanes coming, that will bring a lot of rainfall. Right. Um, so making that is making sure your yard is clear, gutters are clear. Um, those are kind of the, the top things that we suggest right. here. Well, and like uh, heavy winds too, you know, like um, patio furniture and things like that, mm-hmm. potentially blowing away. Yeah. Trash cans, recycling mm-hmm. bins, any yeah. types of decorations, flags, make sure all of that is down because yeah. they can go flying across the yard and then you'll <laughs> and never into, see them into again. Into the next county yeah. probably, yeah. All right, uh, back on track then. Uh, stay informed, I think. Pl- uh, make a plan, make a kit, stay informed. That's kind of the, the DEMS motto, if you will, mm-hmm. De- Department of Emergency Management and Security. Talk to me a little bit about staying informed, either before, during, or after hurricane. Right, so staying informed is a very important um, thing during any storm, whether it's a hurricane mm-hmm. or another type of emergency. Um, in the county, we have different ways that um, residents are able to stay informed. Uh, one thing that we suggest is everyone sign up for Fairfax Alerts, uh, which the website is www.fairfaxcounty.gov slash alerts. Um, it's the county's emergency notification system, um, and you can receive weather alerts, um, road closure alerts, any other information through that system uh, via email and text message. Um, you can, I think you can sign up for, I think it's five different addresses hmm. um, that you can receive that information and, from. And why, and why is that important? To re- Just to receive. The, the, the different addresses. The or? different addresses. Because you could have different emails. You could add your work email, hmm, your okay. personal email, gotcha. um, add different other locations. numbers, yeah. locations. Okay. Oh, cool. All right. We're talking with Kara Howard, Assistant Coordinator of Training and Exercise with the Department of Emergency Management and Security. We're talking about hurricane season and hurricane preparedness here on the County Conversation podcast. We've kind of talked about, you know, the steps, you know, stay, uh, you know, planning, making a kit, staying informed, talking about, you know, some broad level, you know, preparedness things that people can do to, to be prepared. Um, are there any misconceptions, perhaps, about hurricane preparedness that with your experience in emergency management? I think the the thing that we hear the most is a hurricane will never happen in Fairfax County. Mm. Um, you know, and again, we don't receive hurricanes like Hampton Roads, but we do. We have had hurricanes in the past. Um, we had Hurricane Agnes in the 70s, which caused you know, enormous flooding in our area um, and throughout the state. So it does it can happen here and it only takes one storm. Right. Um, so I think that's the biggest thing that we hear from right. from residents is you know, it won't happen here. This won't happen to me. Right. Well, and I think you mentioned early on that even though we're at a less risk of a hurricane, it's it's those associated things that it brings with us the high winds, which mm-hmm. could topple power lines, trees, the inland flooding, any kind of flooding. You know, that's just going to cause all kind of problems. But then you know, spawn tornadoes. So you know. Don't say it can't happen here because while we might not get the big hurricane, you know, we may get a lot of the other things that come with it. Yeah, And power outages, that's another big one. Okay. 
follow up on that, what what can folks do to be ready for a power outage? Um, the big thing for that is to make sure you have a kit in place and have hmm. all the necessary items, flashlights, um, extra batteries in place, um, and then just know you know where to go. And that again, going back to having an emergency plan in place, knowing um, your your contacts and you know within the county as well as outside the county um, where you could go. Uh, Mention you know you've been working in emergency management uh, field for several years, um, and you know I know Fairfax County doesn't traditionally have a lot of hurricanes, but you know your experience in the field, maybe you've heard stories that kind of thing. Um, some of the challenges that like emergency management teams have in uh, maybe coordinating the response and providing aid to communities. What what, what have you heard from the field about about that? Um, I mean, it is something that we always, you know, plan for because you never know when you might need it. Right. Um, we do plan for having to open a shelter in the county with the mm-hmm. hopes of hopefully we never, we have, never have to, to right um, but we do have those plans in place if need be um, within the county. And that involves a lot of different county agencies um, to, to make that happen. I hadn't planned to do this, but since you brought it up, let's kind of switch gears and, and talk about how prepared the county is for a hurricane or any other emergency. You mentioned plans. What kind of plans does the Department of Emergency Management and Security have as well as Fairfax County? Uh, so we do have the county has an emergency operations plan, um, and that's kind of our guiding document um, in the county for how the county responds to an emergency. Um, and that plan is posted on our website at fairfaxcounty.gov slash emergency management. Um, and then there'll be a, a plans icon where you can click hmm. and you can read the plan. Right. Um, but that kind of outlines how the county will respond um, in our emergency operations center, um, which would be activated in any type of bigger emergency, um, whether it's a hurricane or yeah, hopefully never a man-made type of event, but we we take the all hazards approach mm-hmm. in the county. Um, and then there, within the emergency operations plans, there's various annexes, um, and like the shelter plan is one of them, as well as a service information center, which would be mm-hmm. a center that we could um, activate after a hurricane, um, which would act as a recovery center for residents where they could go. Um, and receive any type of recovery um, information that okay. that would be needed. From specific agencies, et cetera? Yep. It would be uh, county agencies. We would be bring nonprofit organizations oh, wow. in, as well as possibly um, the state and FEMA at the federal level if it was, if it was that big of a, a disaster. So DIMS specifically, hurricane, tornado, flooding, whatever the situation is, and I know it's a broad question based on a lot of different possible scenarios, but there's there's something going on in Fairfax County, something bad. What What's DEMS doing? What are y'all doing at the forefront or behind the scenes? Um, so at the forefront, you know, we're always trying to, to know what's going on, staying prepared, gathering that information, um, which we call situational awareness. So mm-hmm. overall situational awareness of the events. Um, you know, if it's a hurricane coming, we would be having conference calls with the National Weather Service, um, Sterling, which is located, you know, our neighbors right in Loudoun County, right. um, to 
get the updated forecast, um, and then we would provide that information um, to the county, our county agencies, as well as our residents through Fairfax Alerts, um, and just coordinate any type of resources and possible response that we would have um, for the, the event. I kind of skipped over this earlier. I want to make sure I, I hit it. What about businesses and organizations? Not only, you know, continuity of operations during a hurricane, but is there anything they should think about or do, uh, like, to ensure the safety of their employees? Right. Yeah, so businesses are obviously a big part in Fairfax County, um, and it's important that businesses stay prepared, um, prepare their employees, make sure their employees have a plan, a kit in place, um, as well as the business have a um, continuity of operations plan, how they're going to operate during a disaster. Uh, we do have a disaster resiliency, uh, business resiliency guide mm. um, that's targeted just for businesses that um, you can download online. Um, and it's on our fairfaxcounty.gov slash CERG, um, I think, or slash Ready Fairfax. Yeah. If you go to one of those pages, <laughs> you'll be able to find it. We have lots of different resources, um, but we do have a guide specifically for businesses and things that they should think about. And I think that's one of like three or four different guides y'all have, the business guide, but you also have a CERG, uh, is it Citizen or Community Emergency? Community, community Emergency Response Guide. Right. Yep. And oh. there's, there's we've kind of, we have the overarching document, um, and then we have what we call a kids CERG, which is targeted to kids. Um, we have, I think, two or three different versions on different um, ages hmm. that you can okay. find online. Uh, last few minutes here we've got together, Kara, uh, kind of go back to the beginning and why don't you kind of, kind of package it up for me. Talk to me again about why it's important for residents to be prepared for a hurricane. And, uh, you mentioned earlier, um, planning, making kids, staying informed, um, kind of wrap it all up together with us here on the podcast. Right. Um, so, you know, we do have, um, the possibility of hurricanes in Fairfax. Um, again, you know, it might not be our number one hazard. Our number one hazard is actually uh, rainfall and wind. Mm. But if you think rainfall and wind, that <laughs> those are two things that you get from a hurricane. Right. Um, so it, you know, very much could happen here. Um, and it's important to have a plan with your family, to know the plan, practice the plan, um, have a kit in various locations, your house, your car, and at work. Um, and then to stay informed through the various avenues that we have in the county, uh, Fairfax, oh, we have Fairfax Alerts, we do have an emergency blog in the county, and we have various uh, social media chan channels, um, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, that all provide emergency information. Yeah, next door too, which yeah. Yeah, localized to a neighborhood. Um, one link that folks could find all this kind of stuff, the emergency management page, why don't you throw out that and any other resource links or anything else you want to direct people to? Um, so the, our website is fairfaxcounty.gov slash emergency management. Um, and then if you add slash SERG at the end, uh, mm -hmm. that's where you would find a lot of our community engagement um, information, such as our community emergency response guide, which we like to call the SERG for short. It's right. a lot easier to say. Yeah. And then to sign up for Fairfax Alerts, it's fairfaxcounty.gov slash alerts. Kara, uh, last couple of seconds, uh, just final thought on preparedness, being ready for anything as we kind of wrap up today. 
I think it's important, you know, you never know when a disaster might happen. Uh, We can't control the weather, but you can control how you prepare. So I think that's important for residents to have that mindset um, and hope, you know, hope it never happens, but know that, you know, if it does happen, that you and your family are prepared. And that's our number one goal. Yeah. Well, they say uh, plan for the best, prepare prepare for the worst or something like that. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Kara, thanks so much for being here with us. Thank you. Uh, it is going to do it for this edition of the County Conversation Podcast. Thanks to Kara for being here, and thanks to you for listening. If you want to get more Fairfax County news, just go to fairfaxcounty.gov news, or you can call 703-Fairfax. That's 703-324-7329. That is weekdays between 8 a.m. and 4.30 p.m. The County Conversation Podcast is produced by the Fairfax County Virginia Government.